the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Markets are down. Turn us up. Your Twin Cities radio home for business and investing news. The Biz 1440. KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The White House came up short in reaching the president's goal of 70% of adults vaccinated by July 4th. Press Secretary Jen Psaki, however, says the country has made big strides. We've reduced uh, the percentage of people who are getting COVID, who are dying of COVID by 90%. That's a huge, significant achievement. We are actually much farther than I think most people would have predicted we would be. And in Wakefield, Massachusetts, police say nine suspects are in custody after a standoff on Interstate 95 near Boston. The interstate itself remains partially closed as a result of that standoff. On Wall Street Friday, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up by 152 points, 34,786. Oil prices gave up seven pennies a barrel on the NYMEX down to $75.16. This is SRN News. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. People looking to buy a new fence in Minnesota are lucky. Lucky because unlike with other types of purchases, when it comes to buying a new fence, the choice has been made so darn easy. Only one company truly stands above the rest and has for a long, long time. Midwest Fence has not only been around far longer than anyone else and thus is far more experienced, they're the largest fence company in the state, which means Midwest Fence has the greatest variety of fence designs. You won't believe the seemingly endless styles you can choose from these days. And Midwest Fence buys in such bulk they can keep their prices lower than other companies. That's why if you're ready for a fence, you're just plain lucky. The legendary fence company that's been making people smile since Truman was president is but a phone call away and ready to stop out and deliver a free estimate. Your turn to smile, folks. Learn more at MidwestFence.com. Is it his time? Yes! Where's your hat? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440, on a job Saturday and a 4th of July weekend. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. He's here on the 4th? Well, it's not the 4th, it's the 3rd, but if you're listening to the rebroadcast on Sunday, it is the 4th. You should be out uh, celebrating uh, freedom. I, I don't really ever do this, but I'm going to put into the... Sh- I'm going to put into the... Uh, 
into the uh, uh, into the Twitter feed for the show using the hashtag #PoundKBRS. My wife is a, a, a writer, uh, writes a monthly column for our local newspaper up here in St. Cloud. And her 4th of July column this month, uh, this month she's been doing this uh, longer than I've been doing this show. Uh, and her column this month I think is really good. <laughs> and if you want to know why, we're, why we mark the holiday and, 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 and what, how revolutionary it was for us to do what we did here in the United States. I would I'd give you I'd give you a read. Maybe I'll maybe I'll read a little bit to you later on because um, I thought she was I thought she was I mean she's eloquent uh, and beautiful and talented and 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 been lucky enough been to have been married to her for thirty three years. Uh, but uh, I will also say I also can say sometimes she did something extra special and I thought this one was. I thought this one was there. I'll 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 shoot it to you on the. Uh, if you follow us using the hashtag pound KBRS, you can uh, find basically the show notes. You can know everything that's going on in the show by following that Twitter feed. Uh, I thank conversations that happen uh, with Frank with Don uh, Narn fan uh, shows up there pretty regularly. Um, we get some others. Ken Ken shows up from time to time. Uh, uh, and uh, anyway, uh, love to hear from you. Indeed, uh, indeed, I, yeah, d- let me go find that, let me go find that uh, tweet here again. Uh, Don mentions that he got takeout from a Chinese restaurant, asked when they'd reopen for dine-in. They can't find enough wait staff to hire or they would. Um, it reducing, re- you know, reduced hours due to a lack of sufficient wait staff. I told you the story about, about the Cadoba being closed by 7 p.m. on a Friday night. Because they simply couldn't, I mean, they would have loved to have had it open. Uh, but the story I tweeted back to him uh, was simply, there's a there's a local branch of a Thai restaurant small chain down in the Twin Cities. Um, I think I can name them. I think I, I don't think it's a problem to name them. Uh, Sawat D, there's one right in downtown Minneapolis. There's a, there's, there, there's a few other. They probably have like five or I think they got five storefronts that they're operating. Um, and, uh, I'm a fan. I love their, I love their food. Uh, and, um, uh, I, I love their food. And so we go there frequently when the pandemic hit in, in March, um, Barbara and I decided we were going to try to target like three or four local restaurants and do what we could to drive all our business to those. It's like, we don't, there's enough restaurants in town. We can't help them all, but, we're going to help some where we know there's some there's some real some real help there. There's a there's a woman owned uh, restaurant uh, in downtown that we wanted to make sure we supported. Another one we wanted to support was this place uh, also uh, operated by by a family that's uh, uh, female female head of the household. Um, he, the, that's the, that's our branch of Sawakti. Their decision was they locked their doors their front doors. They have no pickup window, but what they have, because they're right in the middle of downtown. In fact, their place is an old TCF branch. Uh, it was a TCF way back. And so if you, you're in there, it has the echoes like you're, because you're on marble flooring, because that's what banks did. Um, I didn't particularly love eating in the place, but I love their food. Uh, a huge fan of a couple of their dishes. Uh, and so I, um, um, so I, uh, they, but they, they said, if you call us and then you park along the side of the store where there actually is no parking normally, if you'll just idle your car by the side of the store and call us when you get there, we'll bring the food out to your car. So here I am masking back, you know, shoot, think about this 15 months ago, we were afraid of the food of taking a package in a bag. So I got gloves on receiving the package through my passenger window of my car and driving it back to the house because that's how I could sort of rationalize being safe and so forth. They are still doing that. But the shift is that they're not doing it so much because of because of the uh, 
of, of the concern from the pandemic, but simply they can't find people to work so they can serve inside their space. So they've got the family and they've got, I think they've got two employees. I know them both by name and they're the two that run the, run the meal out to me. Um, so forth. Labor supply issues are huge. Uh, yesterday, uh, Jan Hatzius, who's a chief U.S. economist for Goldman Sachs, was out talking about the jobs report, and he was pointing to this labor supply issue as well. Let's play cut number five, please, Sean. I thought it was obviously a strong payroll gain and therefore encouraging after a couple of more disappointing numbers. I think we also learned that the explanations for the weaker numbers in April and May, namely seasonals probably weighing on job growth and probably some impact from the unemployment benefits and labor supply, that those probably are pretty good explanations. Uh, so I think it was reassuring in that sense. Reassuring in some sense, because everyone believes that these things will end. And yet this morning, somehow the latest update of Windows on my computer includes uh, some some news in the uh, in the icon tray down at the bottom. And there was a story that was that uh, from MSN, which I don't encourage people to read. Uh, But there was a story there titled, Is a Fourth Stimulus Check on the Way? Here's the latest. And and I'm like, oh, what is going on with you people? (laughs) How much more money do you think you can send? Um, uh, You know, I'm I'm reading this and it's like, you got to be, you're you're joking, right? Uh, And so they go through this. There's a lot to consider when evaluating the future of stimulus aid for family. The Biden administration could put additional cash in the pockets of Americans via the following scenarios. One, if it makes a child tax credit raise permanent. All right, let let me say, if they do that, there are two impacts of any change in price or any change in the budget, right? There's an income effect and a substitution effect. We teach this to our students in economics. Usually we teach it to them in their first, in their first class or their principles of micro class. If they don't get it there, they get it, they get it, in, they get it in good and hard in uh, their intermediate theory class. Because uh, for me, it's the most of a single lecture because you, it takes some time to think through the two impacts. One impact is is if I give you more money and you feel wealthier, you're going to consume some of that wealth in terms of additional leisure. So just as I was talking about before the break, that that people who had healthy 401ks in 2007 decided to retire, and then when their, when their 401ks became anemic in 2008, in late 2008, they decided to go back to work. If you give families a child tax credit, it's probably not going... It it does have an income effect. I don't think that effect is fairly large. Here is the bigger impact, is the substitution effect. What you don't want to do is to change the price of an hour of labor directly by by your decision to give people more money. So... The second thing listed in this MSN story is, uh, Microsoft News story is, if it passes the minimum wage hike. Some centers continue to look for ways to boost the federal minimum wage at seven twenty-five an hour. A few proponents want to set the bar at, at 15 Others are looking to go up only to 11 Well, we know that this week, on Thursday, both Minneapolis and St. Paul had an increase in their minimum wage, although they're at different levels. And I think we're going to have a really fascinating experiment because that substitution effect, yes, the higher minimum wage should induce more people to want to go out and work. That's true. On the other hand, as you as labor becomes more expensive, businesses are going to look for ways to cut back on the amount of labor they hire 
by investing in automation so that they can raise the productivity of the workers they do have sufficient that they can afford to pay the $15 an hour. The process of that automation, the savings, comes from hiring fewer workers. And that, that's likely to happen. And then the third thing in this story, crazy though it's crazy as it seems, is some lawmakers originally petitioned for federal unemployment assistance to extend beyond Labor Day. But on the other hand, you've got the this you know, dozens of states, well there's actually twenty-five have cut off extended benefits and enhanced unemployment relief is not likely to continue. President Biden did say after the June jobs report, he did say that the temporary boost in jobless benefits should expire as planned in early September. But I expect there's going to be pressure. Indeed, in the article, in the article, I'll tweet this to you as well in just a moment. In the article, um, they show that there are letters from from senators pretty much all Democrats from the senators and uh, members of the House of Representatives who are writing to Biden, ask President Biden, asking him to continue the unemployment bonuses. There are others pushing for minimum wage increases. There are those pushing for the increase in the child, child tax credit. That is out there, and that, that might continue to increase that pressure on labor supply. And I think that is a major, major problem. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. all these options you could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream the biz 1440 top shelf choices include twincitiesbusinessradio.com our free app and radio.com how'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go well now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day All you need is a mini satellite installed, and you can have unlimited Internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the Internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is satellite Internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast Internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761-800-430-8761-800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand? And it's all free. Visit my three quotes online. That's my three quotes. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. 
That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. It's Welcome back, King Banging Show, The Biz, 1440. Thank you for being with us today. Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, if you believe that the labor supply issue is the issue right now, the thought that we should be extending additional payments at this time, I would rather see us give bonuses to people who somehow maybe take some of that UI money, that unemployment insurance money, and set it aside and say, tell you what, if you take a job and you keep it four weeks, we're going to send you half this money anyway. Man, so we get a little bit of a savings and you get an additional benefit and good, good. How's that sound? Not sure that'd be a bad idea. 651-289-4477. Let's continue some of the some of the commentary on the uh, on on the jobs report and this impact on the labor supply side. Uh, this is more. This is Jan Hatzius again, chief U.S. economist for Goldman Sachs on CNBC after the jobs report yesterday. Cut number six. I mean, I think we learned that the labor shortage is to some degree probably driven by the still very unusual conditions we're in, the the unusually high benefits which are putting a lot of upward pressure on wages at the bottom end of the income distribution with a very high increase, 1% overall, uh, 2% among production and non-supervisory workers in wages in the leisure and hospitality sector. I think that's a really key observation. But I also think that, you know, the pandemic is still a factor in, uh, you know, in, in in the labor supply. And so I do think that at the moment, there are definitely shortages. But I also think that over the next several months, we should see a large increase in labor supply as all of this normalizes to a significant degree. If you look at the wage data in the jobs report, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at the uh, table uh, reporting average hourly earnings by industry sector. Overall, private sector employment, uh, average hourly earnings up a dime to $30.40 an hour from from thirty thirty in May and $30.17 in April. So that's a $0.23 cent gain in about two months. That's averaging a wage, a wage increase of running between 5 and 6% a year. Uh, but if I go in, down and look at leisure and hospitality... That was up seven. That was up eighteen cents from eighteen oh five to eighteen twenty three between May and June, and up from seventeen eighty five in April. So that's running at a much faster pace, more like ten to twelve percent. If I go look in retail, wasn't quite as big an increase in June from uh, from twenty one eighty six to twenty one ninety two, but that's up off of twenty one sixty six in April. So that rise is also running greater than what's happening on average. So I'm just picking on retail and leisure and hospitality because those sectors are the low-wage sectors. Indeed, they're the two lowest numbers on my table that I'm looking at. And so if I add to that, if I so if I look at that and say, okay, if all the growth is happening on the low-end side, then when people are saying, well, wages aren't growing very much, hours kind of dropped a little bit, I think what you're what you're really observing is is again some reentry into the labor force. I think there's activity there. It, uh, again, uh, uh, if I go look at look at job gains, uh, just looking at uh, just looking at the, uh, the leisure and hospitality sector uh, up three hundred and forty three thousand. If I go and look at the uh, at performing arts and uh, performing arts and spectator sports, that was up twenty five thousand four hundred just by itself. Although that's that's well off of uh, levels they were uh, a year ago. But if I go look at food uh, food services and drinking establishments, that was another one hundred ninety four thousand three hundred workers. 
less than the uh, 201,000 workers added, a little less than the 201,000 workers added in May, but, but still at a pretty significant clip. 75,000 workers, we saw a bigger, uh, a bigger percentage increase in, in accommodations in the accommodations area um, as well. And again, that weirdness with education put to one side because it is kind of interesting to me. The other place I'm looking for, looking for signs of growth, I always pay attention to temporary health, uh, temporary help services. And those services were up 33,000 jobs last month. So you do have businesses hiring through the temp agencies. They are going every place they can to find additional work that's out there right now. And one of the reasons why I believe they're doing that is that the household side is doing very well, too. Uh, Bank of America, through its uh, through its uh, signature uh, credit card uh, Visa, has done a um, has uh, got this lovely data set. They can look at credit card charges and figure out what the consumer is doing very well. Michelle Meyer, who's the chief U.S. economist for uh, Bank of America Merrill Lynch, uh, was also on uh, uh, also on uh, CNBC uh, yesterday. Uh, and talking about that, talking about that particular piece of information, play cut number three for me, Sean. Well, what we're seeing is pretty extraordinary pace of activity in all things services activity. So, you know, travel, restaurants, um, entertainment, um, consumers are out engaging, they're spending, and those businesses are trying to ramp up to accommodate such strong demand. And that's what we're seeing in the data. The card data is showing the spending and the labor market data is showing businesses trying to expand and there's still more room to go. Now, as you note, the risk is, of course, that there could be some pullback if the Delta variant creates uh, a turn higher in virus cases, which ultimately leads to hospitalizations, which gets consumers to change their behavior. So that is an outstanding risk. But at the moment, it's not showing up in the data flow. It's not. Um, I continue to see busyness out there. We all seem to see it. Again, let me let me let me pick one more time on that on that data. Let me just go through the services sector uh, in general. Uh, so financial activities wasn't impacted by the pandemic. Not that big a deal. What do you expect? But data processing uh, up thirteen thousand jobs in the month. Uh, I mentioned I mentioned to you already uh, temp help services that number that number up. Uh, uh, but even uh, even things like legal services, architectural services, uh, management management uh, or scientific research. All those numbers are now increasing fairly rapidly i heard from my my daughter this week uh who is beginning her last year of graduate study so this is the time when she starts to when most grad students are doing travel related to either finishing up their dissertations and or looking for jobs postdoctoral postdoctoral positions uh, things like that and she's already telling me about plans she's got in place to do lots of these things, and I suspect that that's uh, that's gonna that that is going to be something that uh, she'll be doing a lot of over the next few over the next few months. And uh, I said to her, I said, "So are you at all concerned?" Concerned? She said, "I'm more worried about the planes getting there on time and getting decent service on the planes than I am about." about covid and of course she's you know she's a she's a young woman in her 20s and so she's at very low risk and she's able to i think appropriately assess that risk so as you look at the data out for uh, various services uh, again i mentioned uh, arts and entertainment uh, up 73.6 uh recre- including uh, 44,800 additional jobs You've added over 100,000 jobs, indeed, in amusement, gambling, and recreation. Vegas is reopening. Of course, it's the worst season to reopen because it's hot as Hades there right now. So, But if if the Delta variant stays away and Vegas is able to keep itself at, at, a, high, you know, at a high level of openness into the fall and winter, you expect a full recovery to happen there over the next few months um, as well. So I... You, you just see more and more 
information out there that would indicate that they're connecting they're connecting each other. Meyer goes on. Let's go ahead and play this cut number four, please. Shortly after that, they'll go ahead and, and taper. But even if they taper, even if they scale back on asset purchases, they're still going to be actively engaged in the markets in terms of expanding their balance sheet, likely until the fall of next year in an economy that will have closed the output gap and already start overheating. So it's still a very accommodative Federal Reserve, even with those steps towards tapering. In fact, hold on to that. We're going to play that again, but that's just a hint at what I want to talk about next. I I teased the show on Twitter saying, you think I'm going to talk about none about the Fed at all? I got all the way to 1030 without talking about them. We're going to talk about them a little bit. We're going to play that clip for you again. Because what does the Fed do now? 850,000 jobs. Are they okay? Are they not okay? Oh, we're going to pl- I'm going to replay a couple of clips here to, to have you hear two sides of what I think is the same the same story uh and we'll we'll figure it out we'll do that right after this you are listening to the king banyan show on the biz 1440 trees swaying in the summer breeze showing off the silver leaves as we walked by soft kisses on the Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. The following is a true story. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel their timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. If we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or we'll give your money back. That's what makes us different. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-611-3113. That's 800-611-3113. 800-611-3113. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows... You can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Welcome back. That's lovely. Great choice. 
651-289-4477 here on the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Very, very glad to have you here. Uh, and uh, on a uh, on a 4th of July weekend, we've been picking through the jobs report. Is it mixed? Yeah, it is. Uh, and I think it's actually one of those reports where, and I, th- I think this point is largely correct. I'm going to replay two of the clips here, uh, Sean, for us. Um, and I want, to, want you to listen to the, to the references for the Fed that are happening in them. I'm going to go back to something we played in the first hour. This was Mohammed El-Aryan on Bloomberg talking about the mixed jobs report, and it's just a nice encapsulation of how you can find whatever you want to find in this report. Cut number two, please. It's a mixed report. Um, for every positive thing you point to, there's something less mm-hmm. less positive. You point to job creators, but the labor force participation and employment to population stayed down. Higher wages, but hours work went down. Better U6 unemployment measure, worse U2. Higher women's participation, higher unemployment for minorities. So it is mixed. So it's mixed. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's, and, and therefore, we have the next uh, Fed meeting coming up in about three weeks here uh and and i don't expect to see any change except some language that indicates that the fed is being to talk about tapering okay but it probably isn't going to do anything in this july meeting because there's probably permission enough in the unemployment rate to allow them to simply skate by the 850,000 jobs as I pointed out, some of that 850 might be a, a statistical quirk from uh, how odd the impact of seasonal factors are when uh, in the education sector. Normally, those you know, there's this really sharp drop in June, and when the sharp drop, drop doesn't happen there, the impact of the seasonal adjustment, which is really, a, 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 I'll use I'll use a semi-technical term, it's just an ad factor. You're just you're just adding back some of those saying, well, that would normally be what would we'd lose in a season. So if I expected, if the number was down 100, I normally expect it to go, you know, on an unadjusted basis. And on average, in the last 10 years, it's gone down by 150. I'm going to record a seasonally adjusted up 50. That's basically what happened in these data. And that probably added a, maybe 100,000. 150,000 jobs of air into this into the into the report. Now, that said, all those jobs were all those jobs that were there will actually either have been reduced in previous in previous uh, months and will have some impact on what happens in September when schools reopen. If schools reopen, but, but I'm going to assume did they do? So I don't think you'll get a taper conversation in July. You'll get a conversation in July, but you'll get you'll get no guidance of here's what we're going to do in July. And on that, I I agree. And we just played this just before the break, but I want to play it once more. This is Michelle Meyer yesterday from Bank of America talking about where, where what happens with the Fed, even as they start to talk about taper. Cut number four, please, Sean. Shortly after that, they'll go ahead and, and taper. But even if they taper, even if they scale back on asset purchases, they're still going to be actively engaged in the markets in terms of expanding their balance sheet, likely until the fall of next year, in an economy that will have closed the output gap and already start overheating. So it's still a very accommodative Federal Reserve, even with those steps towards tapering. So it's worth under- piecing that out. So here's what's likely to happen. Suppose... Here's what here's what I think will happen. We'll get we went from we're talking about talking about tapering to in July we'll be told well we're talking about it we're actively talking about tapering. And it'll be interesting if the market clutches its chest over this. I think it shouldn't because they've said all along we are going to talk about this at some time. So they gave you the warning that they're going to talk about it. And then they're going to announce, yes, we've talked about it, and we expect we're going to have something next month. What I think will happen next, as, as 
Meyer says, and I actually think we might—I I might have asked uh, John and Sean to cut cut a little bit more off than I should have. They they probably will reduce mortgage-backed securities. The plan would seem to be that mortgage-backed securities will be cut back on that beginning in the meeting after July, which will actually be early September. It'll be after the the Jackson Hole speech, so there might be an there might be some further hints at Jackson Hole. But you now have had comments in the in the from the Fed from four uh, from four presidents and now a governor. Chris Waller was out this week making a public statement that they want to start tapering soon. Add to that uh, uh, President Kaplan from Dallas, President Bullard from St. Louis, President Harker from Philadelphia, and President Rosengren from Boston. All of them have said, let's start soon. So I think that that's, in fact, what will happen. There will be active conversation. We need a plan. And then I'll do that. But understand what that means. That means that in September... My guess is they will not go cold turkey. They will not just stop buying mortgage-backed securities. Let's suppose they decide that every meeting they're going to click off $10 billion more of the purchase. That means that instead of buying $120 billion a month of adding to the balance sheet, that is $8 trillion. So maybe if I put them in the same units, it will help you. I'm currently adding $0.12 trillion to the balance sheet every month on a balance sheet that was it before the pandemic less than 4 trillion is now 8 trillion uh so it's doubled in about 15 months and we're going to add another 1.5% a month to that and suppose I click it down well that only clicks it down to 110 versus 120 and suppose they continue that process through the remaining two fed meetings and suppose at the end of December, or the first meeting in January, I'm not remembering the dates uh, from the Fed right now, um, suppose they say, okay, we're done with mortgage-backed securities. We're not buying any more of those. They're still expanding the balance sheet by $80, by 80 billion a month by what they're buying in treasuries. That's At present, that's about a 1% add a month. So the balance sheet is still expanding on a rate that's that's double digit per year even if they end mortgage backed securities. I and I cannot see. I don't see how they get their heads around the idea that they would taper much faster than that. I think they've painted themselves into a predetermined path. And the point being, this jobs report doesn't change that. There's enough in there with the mixed jobs report, and you heard it from multiple speakers. I had, I looked at probably 20 YouTube clips yesterday of various speakers across Fox Business and Bloomberg and CNBC, Yahoo Finance. I, we, when we prep for the show, I'm, it's me doing the prep, and I basically sit in the easy chair in my living room with the iPad and the, and the AirPods and I'm listening to about an hour and a half worth of stuff and trying to find, I'm normally thinking to myself, if I can find five good minutes out of this, this will be fine. There was a lot of redundancy, um, which is why I actually sent, I think, only about three minutes worth of stuff. I thought even about sending some of the uh, Biden press conference, but he begins with uh, a couple of verbal faux pas that uh, I don't wish I, – I, I didn't want anyone to focus on the faux pas. The, the, my, my more political friends can uh, – more political and news opinion people can do that. I, I'm not interested in it. But basically says, yeah, we're doing great. Look at all these wonderful numbers we've got, but we still need to pass infrastructure. We still need the American Family Plan. We still need an extra $6 trillion. We don't need that. That's as political as I'll be. That, this market is, I think, recovering, is recovering relatively fast. Indeed, we are recovering faster from the pandemic than we did from the great financial crisis. 
Don't care if you're measuring this based on income or on employment or on sales. It doesn't matter how you measure it. And it's just the nature of the beast. A supply-side shock typically has a much faster rebound for two parts of it. We still could get the Nike swoosh, but the swoosh has not yet made that turn to slow down in this month. So when I hear people say 850 is possible for month after month, it's like, that's a different tune. Another 850 by the time the Fed meets in August, is it, by the time the Fed meets in August at Jackson Hole, and then has to make an announcement in September, is going to give it a very different flavor. It might cause them to actually turn off mortgage-backed securities at a slightly faster rate. Maybe they go to 20 or 15 rather than 10. But it just feels like like what they're what they've been they've been kind of hinting and signaling feels like uh we need one more announcement that it's coming and then we're going to start and we're only going to start with MBS they already have 2 trillion 2 and a half trillion of, of mortgage backed securities and they will get to 2.6 before they stop that's more than double the total assets that the fed held as little as 13 years ago. That's just mortgage-backed securities. I'm not even talking about the treasuries. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to The King Banging Show on The Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. What a difference a year makes. A much welcome difference from last year at this time. Half of 2021 is in the rear view mirror. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike for their halftime report. What worked, what didn't work, and what's to come. The guys will be sharing ideas to help you get prepared and well positioned for a successful second half of 2021. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike. 2 p.m. Sunday on The Biz 1440 or call them now at 855-231-6010. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-323-8137-800-323-8137. That's 800-323-8137. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Hi, everyone. This is Mary Carey from America's number one travel radio show, inviting you to join Robert and me and Rudy each Sunday as we cover the ever-evolving world of travel and explore the world together on RM World Travel. Tune in this Sunday evening at 7. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. We were going to write something flashy about streaming us at radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to the Biz 1440 on the free radio.com app. 
1440. Thank you so much for listening today. Just one more set of what I think of as being uncomfortable facts for why I think the Fed should be thinking long and hard about the pace of its taper. Because I agree with uh, the clip we played from uh, Michelle Meyer. I think she's absolutely right. Look, this is going to be extraordinarily accommodative through 21 and 22. Asset purchase, under the most, unless the Fed really decides to change something and do something that it really hasn't signaled, I don't see how the the quantitative the ta- the end of the taper where they no longer engage in QE could end before the end of 2022 and that's why i worry about that's why i think the the that and that's where the interest rate discussion has to happen it won't happen until 23 because they're going to be absorbed in, in they're going to be absorbed in their taper and think that that's doing what they need to do all the way through 2022 Unless they decide to go at a pace that they have not yet signaled, it would be interesting. You'll be interested to see if if the the presidents that I named, uh, uh, Rosengren, Harker, Bullard, uh, uh, Kaplan, or Governor Waller, who used to work with Bullard in St. Louis, um, it'd be interesting if those if those folks started to talk about well, the taper. We need to discuss the pace of taper. That would be very, very interesting. That would be different than what we've seen so far. The reason I'm concerned about it is I'm going to read you. This is a report from a comp- from a survey of the uh, rental market called Apartment List. Quote, our national index increased by 2.3% in June, continuing the trend of rapid price growth since the start of the year. So far in 2021, rental prices have grown a staggering 9.2%. To put that in context, in previous years, growth from January to June is usually just 2 to 3%. After this month's spike, rents have been pushed well above our expectation where they would have been had the pandemic not disrupted the market. This supply shock in apartments, I believe, is an extraordinary statement for why the Fed needs to rethink its commitment to thinking more broadly about unemployment and focusing on on poverty rates, uh, unemployment rates for for communities of color. I think that this is a, I think this is um, the missing side of it. Yes, if you run the economy hot, will those sectors do better? I think the evidence is on is on their side. Okay. But at what cost? If I help you find a job and then and then when you get home from work, the landlord has laid another another 50 bucks on your rent. Um, are you better off or are you worse off? I don't know. Um, home price increases for young families trying to trying to start. Right. Home price increases accelerated further in April. A year-over-year change of 14.6%, according to CoreLogic. In pre-COVID, those prices were going up about 3 to 4% a year. Uh, Standard & Poor's reported April's performance was truly extraordinary. The 14.6% gain in the national composite is literally the highest reading in more than 30 years of S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller data, unquote. Um, I don't think there's enough focus on that now i'm going to leave you with because it's because it's the fourth i want to leave you with a some slightly cheerier stuff i tweeted to you my wife's column my wife is an is i think she's again beautiful funny uh and all that she's also extraordinarily cheerful uh which i need i try to be cheerful and there are days where where it feels like it's more of an effort (laughs) um but uh you know, ten minutes with ten minutes with Barbara will will get you out of that. Um, you're gonna be you're gonna be smiling and probably laughing uh, somewhere within those ten minutes because you can't help it. She's just that funny. Um, she quotes she quotes the fact that the Declaration of Independence, which is what we celebrate this weekend, 
was revolutionary and was just unprecedented. And her point was, her point of the column, I think, is very simple. Um, We are told today that we live in unprecedented times. I'm reading from her. We are facing another COVID variant, Delta, meaning perhaps the fourth one. Hope they don't run out of letters. Uh, The news of self-driving transport vehicles in Yellowstone Park suggests even greater technological achievements. While a UFO report neither confirms nor denies existence of alien visitors makes us realize we can't reason everything out. Her point, you know, her point is you probably wish you lived in things that are more precedented. But the remarkable thing about what happened with the signers in Philadelphia is that the words that that she quotes she quotes, right? It was self-evident that all men are created equal. The self-evident part, right? Not revealed by by God. Not given to you as, as a grant from a monarch. But they reside with you yourself. But it also involved reason and our ability to reason. And and. I think what she's trying to get across in this piece, and I, I, I've tweeted to you at Pound KBRS, and I ask you, to, I ask, ask you that, that you could look at it, is simply that, that faith and reason go hand in hand, and, and it is what got us, she believes, through the pandemic too. That we were able to figure out how to get through this the other side so that that the problems we talk about, even the problems that I talk about with, with what's happening at the Fed or what's happening in trying to read job markets, she's like, we're going to figure this out. Subtly optimistic stuff, and it's really well recommended. Sean, thank you so much. I hope you're having a good weekend and hope you'll be able to get out and enjoy some barbecue or some way to enjoy the 4th of July. Get some fireworks. And we will talk to you next week here on the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. The Bell Squad Radio Show airs every Sunday from 11 to noon on the Biz 1440. They address today's mortgage loan process and how to navigate through a highly competitive market. The Bell Squad team with Bell Bank Mortgage is paying it forward and giving back to the community. Experienced lenders with the Bell Squad will talk with local professionals from a variety of industries highlighting local businesses and communities. Join the squad Sundays at 11 a.m. on The Biz 1440. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matami Dive. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like... uh, giraffe there were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it but there were other things that needed addressing and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and and doing some electrical and things like that all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me it was an amazing transformation in fact my brother-in-law who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at I Need More Hair. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed 
guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day. Contact IneedMoreHair.com at their office in Egan for your free consultation. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at IneedMoreHair.com. Step into Chet's shoes this summer for Keen Utility Footwear. Chet's features a variety of Keen Utility 6-inch safety toe boots with steel or carbon fiber toe options. Check out Keen Utility's waterproof and ventilated footwear to get your feet ready for the season. As always, Chet's takes the time to measure your feet and learn about your job to find the boot that's right for you. Stop in to check out their line of Keen Utility footwear in Spring Lake Park or visit them at Chet'sShoes.com. If the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. 